You're not alone. Hello there, and welcome to an early edition of the Salt Mines X-Wing podcast, a podcast dedicated to the backbone of the X-Wing community. That's right, people just like you, doing what they can to get better at the game. I'm your host, Sailor Joe, and today we're going to talk about Solist, the Gold Squadron event. But before we do that, let's head into... List Building with Joe! And I gotta admit, this week uh, I'm gonna be a little bit lazy, and I'm gonna talk about a list that uh, my friend Mitch helped me come up with. So shout out to Emperor Palpatine. Uh, so here's the list: we've got uh, Midnight in the uh, Tie FO fighter with fanatical cluster missiles and afterburners, quick draw with elusive fanatical pattern analyzer, special forces gunner, fire control system, and afterburners. Kylo Ren in the Whisper with Brilliant Evasion, Predator, Cluster Missiles, Sensor Scramblers, Shield Upgrade, and Enhanced Jamming Suite. And rounding out the list is Gideon Hask in the Xi class Light Shuttle with Pattern Analyzer, Tactical Officer, and Agent Terex. So what we have here is we have the list that I flew in Solus. Um, and uh, I'm actually really happy with this list. Um, I will probably end up flying it again, um, maybe fine-tuning a little bit, figuring out what I want to do if uh, Midnight's the right answer for that last four points, um, or if I want to do some other tweaks. Um, but anyway, what I did with this list is uh, Midnight, Gideon, and Quick Draw um, would kind of hang out in their own little block, and then Kylo would go off on his uh, own little flanker thing and uh go off and try to wreak as much havoc as he could um gideon giving the extra actions to quick draw or midnight whoever needed it more um and then being able to pass out that calculate with agent terex was uh pretty pivotal uh in a lot of the games that i played um so yeah overall i'm i'm pretty happy with this list we'll talk about how i did at the end of the cast um but without further ado, let's go ahead and go on to our next segment. AMG Rules Forum. And our first topic, Thermal Detonators and Trajectory Simulator. OP, hi. If you have Thermal Detonators, Trajectory Simulator, and Skilled Bombardier equipped, can you launch two Thermal Detonators using the 4 and 5 straight? Thank you. Answer. Hi. Yes. Our pleasure. Next one. Marg Sabal Closure. Move through. OP. If I perform a maneuver with a ship equipped with Marg Sabal Closure, F, which reads, after you fully execute a maneuver, if you moved through an obstacle, structure, or huge ship, or if you deployed, you may choose one enemy ship at in your front arc at range 1 to 2. That ship gains a strain token. My template overlaps the obstacle and my base is on the obstacle after fully executing the maneuver with Magsabal. Will Mag Marg Sabal closure trigger? Thanks. Answer. Yes. Marg Sabal closure reads, after you fully execute a maneuver, if you move through an obstacle, and uh, move through is defined as a ship moves through an object if the template is placed on the object when the ship moves. 
marks the ball closure only checks to see if the template is placed on the obstacle. The final position of the ship is irrelevant. Next question. Resolve jam token from an electro chaff cloud. OP. When discussing the use of electro chaff cloud, we met a question. A player's A ship has gained a green token with the help of other friendly ships and has a lock on an enemy ship. It moves through or overlaps an electro chaff cloud, which was launched by player B shipped and gains a jam token. And then who should decide whether it is the lock or the green token the jam token should neutralize, player A or player B? Player A, electro chaff cloud, is launched by player A and therefore the jam token is caused by me. It should be my turn to decide which token to be neutralized. Player B, an obstacle in the game field is neutral, so it's my turn to resolve the effects just like other cases of moving through overlapping obstacles of other types, which is right. Answer. The players who shipped overlap the electro trap cloud determines which green tokens or locked is removed and or broken. Next question. Final salvo clarification. OP. The final salvo rule states that each player adds together the highest printed unmodified primary value of each of their remaining ships. Since multi-crow upgrade card says gain a front arc primary weapon with a value of 3, is that considered a printed value or is it not? Answer. No, the highest printed unmodified primary value for the Hawk 290 is 2. Attacks granted by upgrades, multi-crow in this case, are not considered when calculating final salvo value. Next one. Tractor. OP. If I boost or barrel roll a ship when they are tractored, do I have to spin the tractor token to do so? Answer. No. The first time the ship becomes tractored each round, the players who affect applied the tractor token may barrel roll or forward boost the ship. This does not remove the tractor tokens. And the last question that we'll address today, plasma torpedoes, OP. When exactly the defender loses the shield, the attack counts as a hit after the neutralized result step, but other abilities, fifth brother explicit, mention explicitly that they happen at that moment. To be more, more specific, attacker with plasma, plasma torpedoes rolls one hit. Defender rolls zero evade. Defender has one shield. Does the defender lose one shield and suffer one damage, or do they suffer one damage, lose, i.e. lose a shield, and that's all? Answer. The defender loses one shield, then suffers the damage. Plasma torpedo shield loss occurs at the end of step four, neutralize results, once it has been determined that the attack hits. Then the remaining results are dealt in step five, deal damage. All right, so let's talk about Solus. And uh, before we get into how we did, let's go ahead and look at the list that ended up with an invite and due to variance or bad decision making or anything else like that could have potentially made it farther, but didn't. So we're going to start off. And, and again, for this, we're looking specifically at our uh, 3&X lists. Um, so we're going to start off with A. Carlson, who is flying the Rebellion. He was flying Luke Skywalker with heightened perception, elusive 
proton torpedoes, R3 astromechs, electronic baffle, and the server mortar S-foils. Flying with Luke was Wedge Antilles with Predator, Elusive, Proton Torpedoes, R4 Astromech, and S-Foils. Colby Sperato with Notorious, R4 Astromech, Contraband Cybernetics, and S-Foils. And Finn Rao with The Child and R4 Astromech. Next, we have Dan Copens, Flying Scum. So we have Finn Rao with Fearless, Crackshot, and Shield Upgrade. Han Solo with Trickshot, Kiara, Maul, Greedo, False Transponder Codes, and Lando's Millennium Falcon. Iman Azamin with Jamming Beam, Ahsoka Tano, Proximity Mines, Marauder, and Skilled Bombardier. Next we have Waynard Court flying the Empire with Wampa with Predator, Valen Rudor with Marksmanship, Hellrunner with Shield Upgrade, Iden Versio with Jamming Beam and Shield Upgrade, Del Miko with Juke and Jamming Beam, two ISB Jingoists with Contraband Cybernetics, and an Academy Pilot with Precision Ion Engines. Next, we've got Mike Thompson, also flying the Rebellion. We have Leia Organa with Shattering Shot, Biston, Perceptive Copilot, Jen Erso, and the Millennium Falcon title. Luke Skywalker, with elusive proton torpedoes, shield upgrades, and S-foils. And Jan Ors with 9-num, bomblet generator, engine upgrade, and moldy crow. Then we've got Paul Nixie flying the First Order. Now for those that have listened to the other podcasts already know the First Order ended up winning the event. But that's not what we're talking about. Uh, we're talking about the list that... Uh, and again, just as kind of a reminder, we go over these mid-tier lists to give you ideas for your list building. Because not all of these lists are bad. Just because they came in the, in the middle of the pack, um, there might be something that you could take from these lists that might help you build your own list. So, with all that said, let's go ahead and look at what we've got. So, again, Paul Nixie with... Flying the First Order with Kylo Ren, with Heightened Perception, Sentler Scramblers, Proton Torpedoes, Commander Malaris with Fanatical and Cluster Missiles, Scorch with Shield Upgrade, Static with Shield Upgrade, and Gideon Hask with Fanatical, Proud Tradition, Biohex Crypt Codes, Pattern Analyzer, Tactical Officer, and General Hux. Yeah, there's there's more that I want to say about that list, but I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off. It is, if you notice, a very similar archetype to something that we saw in the past, where it was typically with uh, Malaris and not Gideon Hask and uh, three TIFOs and then Kylo Ren in the Silencer. So, um, still a good archetype. Next, we've got uh, Sean Oakley uh, flying the Rebellion. With Wedge Antilles, with Predator, Elusive, Proton Torpedoes, R4 Astromech, and S-Foils. Luke with Shattering Shot, Trick Shot, Proton Torpedoes, R3 Astromech, and S-Foils. Dutch with Dorsal Turret, Plasma Torpedoes, and R3 Astromech. And Finrao with Swarm Tactics, Tristan Wren, and R4 Astromech. Next, we've got Jordan Anus flying the Republic. 
So we have Anakin Skywalker with Ion Cannon Turret, Proton Torpedoes, Clone Commander Cody, R4P Astromech, Oddball with Dedicated, Dorsal Turret, and Proton Torpedoes, Plo Koon with R2-D2 and Calibrated Laser Targeting, and Hound with Yoda, 7th Fleet Gunner, and Agile Gunner. Then we've got another Empire list flown by Scott Olvers, Olvison. Sorry if I butchered your name. Uh, who's flying Wampa with Elusive, Vizier with Emperor Palpatine, two ISB Jingoists with Contraband Cybernetics, Iden Versio with Discipline and Ion Cannon, and Darth Vader with Brilliant Evasion, Elusive, Pattern Analyzer, Fire Control System, and Afterburners. Next is Chris Molly flying Darth Vader with Malice, Juke, and Heavy Laser Cannon, Vizier with Emperor Palpatine, Pierce Sabak with Marksmanship, Skilled Bombardier, and Proton Bombs, and Gideon Hask with Elusive, Predator, and Precision Ion Engines. Then we've got some scrub named Joe Vincent flying a First Order list that we may or may not have already talked about. Then after that, we've got Levi Shadit flying, or Shadat, flying uh, the Rebellion with Braylon Strom with S-foils, Crackshot, Thermal Detonators, and Proton Cannons, Ten Nub with Stabilized S-foils, Fire Control System, Heavy Laser Cannon, Tractor Beam, and Proton Bombs, Cassian Andor with Pivot Wing, Leia Organa, Elusive, and Tactical Scrambler, and Ahsoka Tano with Vectored Cannons, Magpulse Warheads, Juke, and Brilliant Evasion. Then we've got James Harton flying in CIS, and we see Django Fett with Notorious, Count Dooku, Thermal Detonators, False Transponder Codes, Slave One, Veteran Tail Gunner, two Hall Chore prototypes with energy shell charges and grappling struts, DFS 081 with energy sail charges, munitions failsafe and grappling struts, and one, two, three separatist drones with discord missiles and grappling struts. Then we see Michael Sheevely flying the rebellion with another Luke Wedge, Finn Rao, and Dutch Vanderlist. So this one has Wedge with Proton Torpedoes, R3 Astromech, Spare Parts Canister, and S-Foils. Finn Rao with Swarm Tactics, Tristan Wren, and R4. Luke Skywalker with Extreme Maneuvers, Elusive, Proton Torpedoes, and R3 Astromech. And Dutch Vander with the Belly Run, Dorsal Turret, Plasma Torpedoes, and R3 Astromech. Then we've got Tegan Huddington flying another Empire list. Ooh, this is interesting. We've got Morna Key with Grand Inquisitor, Tactical Officer, Tybeer Saxon, Electronic Baffle and Dauntless, Iden Versio with Ruthless, Ion Cannon, and Targeting Computer, Moff Gideon with Ruthless, Cloaking Device, False Transponder Clothes, and Targeting Computer, Gideon Hask with Disciplined Concussion Missiles and Targeting Computer, and two ISB Jingoists with Contraband Cybernetics. Then we've got Torbjorn Ostebo flying the Empire 
Darth Vader with Malice, Marksmanship, Pattern Analyzer, Heavy Laser Cannon, Major Vermeil with Ion Limiter Overdrive, The Child, Grand Moff Tarkin, and Targeting Computer, and Grand Inquisitor with Brilliant Evasion, Shattering Shot, Trick Shot, and Proton Rockets. We see another First Order list, Cody Wood. And Cody Wood was flying Commander Malors with Concussion Missiles, Kylo Ren with Extreme Maneuvers, Sensor Scramblers, Advanced Proton Torpedoes, Recoil with Predator and Sensor Scramblers, and Rush with Lone Wolf, Fanatical, and Sensor Scramblers. Then we see Rob Petit flying also the First Order, which we have Midnight with Squad Leader, Tracer Missiles, and Pattern Analyzer, and four 709th Legion Aces, well, I'm sorry, three 709th Legion Aces with Marksmanship, Proton Rockets, and Sensor Scramblers, and Nightfall with Marksmanship, Proton Rockets, Sensor Scramblers, oh, and by the way, they all have the Electronic Jamming Suite. Spoilers, I flew against this guy. It was a very challenging game. All right. Next, we've got Cam Murdy flying Scum with Boba Fett with Proxy Mines, Contraband Cybernetics, Marauder, Maul, Veteran Tail Gunner, Paylob with Notorious, Lots Razi, False Transponder Codes, and Moldy Crow, and Gamut Key with Elusive Protectorate Gleb, and Leighton Ashira with Mag Shabal Closure, and Ion Cannon. Then we've got Michael King flying Colby Sparato. This is a rebellion list with Notorious, R4 Astromech, and False Transponder Codes. Luke Skywalker with Shattering Shot, Trick Shot, Proton Torpedoes, R3 Astromech, and S-Foils. Wedge Antilles with Trick Shot, Elusive, Proton Torpedoes, and S-Foils. And Finn Rao with Elusive, Hondo Onako, and R4 Astromech. Then we have Nathan Jackson flying the Empire at Volscaris with Ruthless and Targeting Computer, two ISB Jingoists with Overtune Modulators, three Black Squadron Aces with Disciplined, Captain Pharaohpaw with Seventh Sister, and Wampa with Disciplined. Then we've got Donald Williams flying another First Order list. On this one we see Grudge with Elusive, Automated Target Priority, Electro Chaff Missiles, Skilled Bombardier, and Proxy Mines. Dread with Electro Chaff Missiles, Skilled Bombardier, Proxy Mines. Nightfall with Marksmanship, Proton Rockets, Sensor Scramblers, Enhanced Jamming Street. Whirlwind with Marksmanship, Predator, Proton Rockets, Sensor Scramblers. And a 709 Legion Ace with Marksmanship, Prockets, Sensor Scramblers, and Enhanced Jamming Suite. Then we see Carson Wolf also flying the First Order with Gideon Hask with Fanatical, Elusive, Sensor Buoy Suite, Biohexacrypt Crodes, and Agent Terex, Commander Malarus with Marksmanship, Cluster Missiles, Grudge with Feedback Ping, Concussion Missiles, Cluster Missiles, and Concussion Bombs, Scorch with Feedback Ping with Concussion Missiles and Concussion Bombs, and Breach with Feedback Ping, Proton Torpedoes, Concussion Bombs, and Delayed Fuses. And the last list that we'll talk about was 
flown by Shijon Quinn. And it's a CIS list. It is Django Fett with Notorious, Savage Opress, Proximity Mines, False Transponder Codes, Contraband Cybernetics, Slave One, and Veteran Tail Gunner. A bombard two bombardment drones with proximity mines, delayed fuses, and landing struts. DFS-081 with Discord missiles, independent calculations, and grappling struts. And two separatist drones with Discord missiles and grappling struts and independent calculations. So that brought us through all the people that managed to get an invite to the... Uh, Exegol Championship that Gold Squadron's putting on. Um, I did say that I would go through and talk a little bit about how I did and who I flew against. Um, so let's let's just take a minute to do that. So first round, I flew against Elias, and uh, he flew um, Anakin Skywalker in the Delta Seven B with Shattering Shot, Trick Shot, and Shield Upgrade. Obi-Wan Kenobi in the Delta-7 with Predator, Calibrated Laser Targeting, and Shield Upgrade. Hawk in the Lat with Hondo Nako, 7th Fleet Gunner, 5s, and Cluster Missiles. And Click in the V-Wing with Connernets, the Besh Title, and R3 Astromech. Um, Elias, this it was a very challenging list to fly against. Um, I was able to get some early jams in with uh, Kylo and um, shut down his Anakin and um, the list kind of just went down from there. Next round I flew against Rob Petit and we talked about his list and as I said it was challenging to uh, fly against Rob. He did a good job um, but I was able to, uh, well, I was going to able, I was lucky here in this and that he always won first player. So midnight always was going before my midnight and quick draw. So he did ever got a chance to respond, um, to what I was doing. Um, and I was able to just kind of pick him apart. All right. Next in round three, uh, I flew against Luke Sonal and this was my first loss of the day. And uh, I kind of, I need to figure out how to fly against this list because it just, it keeps kicking my butt and I don't want it to. And what it is, the archetype is uh, two X-Wings and a YT and it's an Alpha. And um, I lost Gideon early and the rest just kind of went downhill from there. So the list was Wedge Antilles with Marksmanship, Swarm Tactics, Proton Torpedoes, Luke Skywalker with Shattering Shot, Trick Shot, Proton Torpedoes, R3 Astromech, and S-Foils. And Lando with Perceptive Copilot, 9-Num, Biston, and the Millennium Falcon title. Then round four, I uh, flew against Charles Holcomb. And he was flying... Um, Luminara with Patience, R4P, Astromech, and CLT. Mace Window with Heightened Perception, R4P, and CLT. Ahsoka Tano with Brilliant Evasion, R7A7, and CLT. Anakin Skywalker and the Naboo with Marksmanship, Passive Sensors, Proton Torpedoes, and R4P. And Click with Marksmanship, R3, Ion Bombs, and 
the uh, Alpha 3B Besh title. Now, uh, this one, I was I was kind of surprised that he didn't drop the Ion Bombs when he had a chance with Click. It would have really uh, uh, messed me up in, in terms of my positioning. Um, but being that I had the higher initiative... Um, it was it was easy to to see why um, that list kind of or that game went the way it went. So that put me at uh, three and one going into the final round, which where I flew against Eric Garshaw. Now um, he actually ended up making cut. He uh, ended up beating me out. Um, I made some bad decisions, but. Uh, Whereas all the games leading up to this were a dice game in my favor, this one was uh, where uh, variants kind of came back and bit me in the butt, and it just, it, I didn't do well. <laughs> we'll just put it at that. But I flew against the Resistance, which was uh, Poe with Heroic, and this is Heroes of Hope Poe with Heroic, Swarm Tactics, and Proton Torpedoes, S-Foils. Zori with Dorsal, R4, Wartime Loadout, False Transponders, and Plasma Torpedoes. Uh, Kazuto in the Fireball with Notorious, Proton Rockets, False Transponder Codes, Targeting Computer, and Kaz's Fireball. And Covenel with Heroic, and Leia Organa, and R4 Astromech. And uh, a couple of the things that I... Um, messed up on is I spent a lot of time going after Kaz when he was in ARC, so I was getting all those strain tokens, um, which really kind of hurt me. Um, I was able to shut down uh, his Alpha Strike um, and take Zari off the board um, pretty quickly, but I couldn't really do anything after that. A lot of that because um, even though I was able to get four damage into uh, Kazuto pretty quickly, I just couldn't finish him off, and the strain tokens that he was hanging out with Notorious were uh, literally decimating my list. And so, um, anyway, that's how that ended up. Um, now, since I got a couple minutes left, let me talk about the reason why I brought the list that I did. And um, because, as as you know, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, I've really been enjoying the five... Um, initiative four first order ships. Um, it's just, it's a good combo pack. But what I, what I saw was that orange is starting to creep up. And anytime I played against orange with that list, big orange, um, uh, I'd, I'd start to get kind of hurt a little bit. So I wanted to fly something with big orange and I wanted to fly first order, which is, and I, I had a couple of different lists in mind, but I ended up talking to, to my buddy Mitch who, Kind of showed me a list that he uh, liked for the first order. I changed it up a little bit to get to mine. Um, and I really, really enjoyed it. Um, it. It was fun. I think um, had I made some different decisions um, in the two games that I lost, that I would not have lost those games. Um, and I would have uh, made made cut, uh, which uh, part of me was kind of hoping that I would, but uh, I'm happy with the three games to the invites. Um, so, yeah. That'll do it for uh, this episode. Um, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. 
If you're interested in supporting it, please consider leaving, leaving a review however you consume it. Each comment means a lot to me. Also, if you're interested in supporting this podcast financially, please consider becoming a patron. Uh, we do have a Discord channel that is up now. Um, I will be posting the link in the description. Please consider joining. If you are a patron, you have a special role that goes into that and special access to me. Um, there are some other benefits that go into being a patron and uh, that has to do with uh, me meeting you at different events. And uh, the as you well, as you know, I like to end every podcast with a question. Uh, this week it's going to be two, but really only one official one. So the first kind of unofficial question is: um, I was only planning on flying in two of the Gold Squadron uh, Championship Series. But is this something that you enjoyed and do you think I should fly in more of more of them? It'd be some late nights for me, but, uh, you know, I'm willing to do that for y'all if that's something that you're interested in doing. And then the second question, and this is going to be the official one that I put in the, uh, the chat, is um, what trends are you noticing in the meta? This is Sailor Joe, signing off. You're not.